podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hi guys, this is Janny from Fancy Football Scout and you're listening to my team selection. If you'd like to watch live, the stream happens on YouTube every Wednesday. So if you're interested, just search Fancy Football Scout. Thanks for listening. Hello everyone, welcome to another video from Fantasy Football Scout. This is Janny's team selection ahead of Game Week 4. And of course, I'm joined by the infamous Gianni Petici. In different surroundings today, Gianni, where are you? Yeah, I'm in, I'm in Northern Ireland, which is mm. lovely. I've been at a wedding, um, still podding as always. Um, but yeah, I'm in, a, I'm in a sort of studio accommodation, which is like kitchen, lounge, dining room, bedroom all in one room which is great and lovely and open plan and amazing view out onto the ocean um but it does mean i've got my 10 week old daughter in the same room as me at all times which when you need silence isn't always the, the easiest thing in the world so if you might hear a few baby noises in the background well she's she's obviously destined to become a youtube streamer one day so this is kind yeah. of like her first foray into that kind of side of things right making her debut on fantasy football scouts starting at the top mate there you go get her on get her on the books get her on the books <laughs> <laughs> probably come, we'll come up with better stuff than what we're going to talk about in this uh, in this episode but we'll do our best before we do that let's talk about our sponsor for this video series and partner with scout um, on the channel it is of course fantasy 5 uh, if you're not familiar with Fantasy Five, it is a free-to-play uh, game. You can play alongside your other fantasy games. You pick five players across five different matches. They all have a fantasy point target, and they earn points similar to FPL, goals, assists, clean sheets, uh, but no bonus points. Jenny and I have played this for a couple of seasons. We've been close, but not quite uh, made it. We did not do particularly well last week, uh, Jenny. We went for Tielemans, uh, Neko Williams... Uh, and Cucurella, who all blanked, um, and we went for Zinchenko, who got six. He needed six and a half, so he needed some attacking returns. And we went for Gundogan, who scored, but he needed seven five, Ooh. so he needed one thing um, extra. Uh, the good news, if you want to call it that, is that they you couldn't have won uh, last week because the Everton and Nottingham Forest match did not have any players um, that outscored their fantasy targets. Uh, but looking at some of the other games, in the Arsenal game, you had Odegaard um, and Saliba, both who, who scored. Yep. Uh, che Adams for Southampton. Um, came off the bench, I think, and, and got a couple. Yeah, he did. Yeah, Leeds. If you went for the Leeds boys, Aronson and Rodrigo, you know, sometimes it's not always best to go for the you know the pricey Chelsea assets. Go for kind of the uh, the differentials. Um, and Newcastle, Man City, no Man City players, which was surprising again. But if you'd gone for Almiron or Maxman, oh. I know uh, they would have hit it. Um, do check it out. There's links in the description. Um, make sure you you, you go through uh, those links. Um, as well. Um, also on the screen are some QR codes, which I'll put on the screen now, uh, which should help you if you just want to take, if you're on your phone, just take a screenshot of this, um, go to your photos, and then you can uh, just click on the, the barcodes of these and it will take you straight through um, to the game if you're feeling particularly lazy. Uh, there's loads of weekly prizes. Um, they give away a monthly prize as well in like the league system. There's Champions League final tickets for the overall winner. Um, as well so yeah check out fantasy five free to play ten thousand pounds to win each week right Janny, let's talk fpl let's talk a game week three i've got your team up on the screen uh you can see you got a green arrow this week uh 60 points yeah. ward in goal uh trent cancelo and williams two zeros and a one uh there but zinchenko and perisic we're going to talk about him uh with 12 uh, Marcelli with six, Salah with the 16 and the captaincy. Uh, and then returns from all your forwards, 
Harlan six, Jesus four, Tony eight, and on your bench, Iverson, Andreas with eight, Reed with two, and of course, of course, Leon Bailey, mass sold, gets a return off the bench. How are you feeling? Good week? Decent? Yeah, good week. Um, good week on the template, which is kind of kind of what I'm playing against. Like at this point in the season, you know I don't take overall rank too seriously, but what I do take seriously is how I'm performing against people that I think I'll be competing against at the end of the season, right? So those that will be really engaged managers who kind of are often on Twitter and the Twitter template is strong for a reason. So I like to I like to judge my week each week at this point in the season against that Twitter template. If I'm not, yeah, I've got a lot of template players. I'm not saying I've got a completely maverick team, but at the same time, I don't have the double City or the double Liverpool defence like a lot of them. I don't have Chelsea defence like a lot of them. So I see my team as quite anti-template. And this week... My Twitter timeline was full of everyone saying, oh, what rubbish week, got 20 points, got 30 points. And yeah, the Twitter template had an absolute shocker. All the premium defenders pretty much didn't deliver. I think I, I tweeted on, on, on Monday night something like Trent, Robbo, Cucurella, James and Cancelo. Collectively, all those five defenders, five of the best defenders in the game, got three points. Yep. Um, Crazy. So yeah, I think... I think it's been a good week for me in comparison. You know, it's not a huge score on top of them, but it's 20 points on the template. So I'll take that. I'm disappointed I didn't go Andreas. And uh, mm. for, for bench points, you often go, oh, it's fine. I wasn't considering that player anyway. I was never going to start Leon Bailey. So I don't mind that he got five points on the bench. Like, I thought he would be benched. I didn't consider starting him. All week, I was on Andreas and Williams was benched. And then literally 30 seconds to the deadline, I had that, I'm going to go Williams instead. And it was causing me a headache for days. But I wish I'd, I'd gone with my, my, my head there. I went with my heart on Williams, having seen how attacking he was versus West Ham. But my head was telling me that that, that Fulham fixture at Craven Cottage, you back the newly promoted teams when they play at home. And yeah, it was high scoring against Brentford and it was a game to have Andreas. He looked really good. They never work. Last minute changes of mind just yeah. before the deadline never work. It's a, it's just a classic thing. I mean, it was, it was fifty, it was a fifty-fifty decision between them. I, you know, I, I don't own Williams, but I would have probably gone for him. I think, given that Everton have got no striker and, yeah. and, and, and things, but it's easy to say, look back at it. Finds like, okay, yeah, Fulham were at home, and yeah, you know, we saw Forest away from home. They weren't that good, but yeah, yeah. it's just a toss-up. It's just when it's seven points, it's it feels like a, a lot because. Yeah, Those seven points this up. week would have been huge yeah. for me. Like that, I don't know what that would have done to my rank, but I'm guessing that's something like an additional couple of hundred thousand places, maybe more. You know? Yep, absolutely. Let's talk about Perisic. Perisic came in uh, for you. You yeah, were someone, come on. someone like me who you, you started with him, right? We both had him game yeah. week one, didn't we? And when we're just not selling, and we'll give him till game week three. If he doesn't start game week three, we probably both would have sold him. But he started for us and delivered, didn't he? And I knew he'd start. I tweeted in the week saying he'd start. Um, I was really confident. The only thing I wasn't confident about was, will he get to 60? I was really worried that he'd start and play 58 minutes because mm. we know he's not going to be a 90-minute man. Um, but he was all over them. Like He was he was Spurs' best player, in my opinion. He created a couple of big chances for Harry Kane that Kane didn't score. Um, so again, like the three bonus was just locked in for him, which is so good. He's going to be he's gonna be a bonus points magnet. I don't mind if this guy plays two in three starts. Those two starts, I haven't really expecting points. Like, he's too good value. Uh, 800,000 places, those seven points would have put you up. I don't know if that makes wow. you feel better or worse, but I thought no, I'd just that have a, a quick me, look. 
in a, in a way that makes it feel better to know it's so tight. It's like, so I tight. Get, I can get I can get seven or eight points up on on the average, say next week, and go, wow, that's a huge jump. So it's good to know it's so tight, I guess. Yeah, but wow, is that is quite something. Absolutely, I know. I mean, for people who feel like they've had a, a rough start to the season, it just shows that you know a couple of picks maybe outside of what, what other people are going, it's, it, it can all turn around so so quickly. Um, let's come back to Proces quickly. I mean, would yeah. you buy him if you didn't have him? Would you buy him? I feel weird about him. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of depends scared of him. I'm selling. It depends who I'm selling. I wouldn't be selling a Liverpool or Man City defender for Perisic, knowing the Liverpool Man City fixtures. I don't think I would be. But yeah, outside of that, I would be. I'd be if I was looking at, at perhaps creating some funds out my midfield and going a, a, a budget defender, a 4.5 up to up to a Perisic. Yeah, the attacking returns are going to be so good this season. Like he is a is a wide forward. He's a wide forward. He's as attacking as Kulazeski on the right. Mm. It's like him and Kula are pretty much mirrored, mirroring each other. It's like one's a defender, one's a midfielder. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I like him a lot. And I know there'll be rotation. I know with Champions League, he'll probably play a lot of the Champions League games, which means there'll be some Premier League games he misses out on. But at the same point, Conte will believe, especially with City and Liverpool dropping points already this season, he'll genuinely believe he's got a shot at the title. Like This is a serial winner. And therefore, he's not going to be wanting to rest players because it's Premier League. He'll be going for as, lo- for as long as that title is up for grabs, he'll think he can win it. So, yeah, in March, it might get to the point where they're not going to win the league and top four safe. Therefore, you expect Sessignon to get more starts. But when he can, he's going to give Perisic 60-70 till the game is won and then bring him off. This guy won't get 90, but we know that. It's going to be interesting next week because we've got the midweek games yeah, to see if Perisic... Time, yeah. Exactly. So does Perisic come in and play... Again, I mean, I would have thought so, given that he's been subbed off early. Can he then play again? Can he play three matches in, in kind of two weeks? Or, or does Session come in for one of the next two? That's going to give us a pretty good indication. Because, you know, if, if, if Perisic is getting subbed off at 60, 70 minutes, maybe that is the kind of the rest period that, that he needs. And maybe he does kind of start, you know, the vast majority of games. Doesn't mean Session's not going to play any, but maybe he'll start more than, you know, two in four or two in five or whatever. But if we start seeing him, you know, miss out completely over the next few weeks, then it's going to be tricky. It's really interesting because I saw people buying him before game week three. A Praz bought him, for example. I think um, the late rate riser maybe bought him as as well. Okay. And I had him, and I was just thinking, I'm looking at selling him. I'm like, I can't believe people are, are buying <laughs> risky him. Risky buy there, wasn't Risk, it? Yeah. Very risky buy. But people obviously want to run that that kind of gauntlet with him. And like you say, you do get such a insanely attacking player, but. He's going to frustrate and delight, I think, in, in equal measure. Yeah, and there will be games where, because of the midweek fixtures, he starts. Spurs are cruising 2-0, 3-0 at half-time against Nottingham Forest. And Conte brings him off at half-time because he just doesn't he just doesn't need to risk him. It's like, the game is won now. Let's hook him at 45 and he might be on a one-pointer then. So you're right, he will frustrate at the same time. But I think the high-risk, high-rewards there for me, that I'll, I'll, I'll keep my investment on Perisic for sure. Yep. Uh, let's talk about your kind of formation because you're you, you went five at the back last week. Um, it's actually all of your attackers delivered something. Yeah. So Marcelli, Salah, Holland, Jesus, and Tony. We all started big at the back. You know, you've, you've already mentioned Reese James, the double Liverpool defence. A lot of people have had. You've had we've had Cancelo. You know, some people might have gone for Diaz um, as well. You know, loads of options in the back. Do you sense that there's a shift now coming from that? I mean, it's only been three weeks, right? But Trent. 
has Liverpool look, look poor defensively. Cancelo um, is playing in this kind of slightly more withdrawn midfield role, which isn't isn't get isn't bombing forward as much as we've seen him in you know last year particularly. Oh. Um, we've got cheap options like Saliba doing well, like Neko Williams looking quite good. Um, you know, Cucurella's there at five million, Zinchenko's there at five. Would you do you think you can see yourselves pulling some money out of the likes of Trent and, and Cancelo and, and moving elsewhere? Well, it's funny because whilst most did start big at the back, I actually started with a back three. I started mm. with Williams at, and Patterson both at 4.0. And I, I've gone the other way. Game week three saw me invest You're more in money right? in the back side. Heavy, yeah, heavy so I went, I went Patterson to Zinchenko last week. So I put a little bit more money in, in my defence. I look at my back line and think it's quite well set in terms of where I want my funds. I don't think it's, it, it, it's lighter than a lot of them because I don't have a Reese James in there, for example, or a Robbo. Um, but at the same time, it allows me to have four very good, solid picks. You know, Zinchenko is so cheap. I paid 5.1 for him. So I'm not looking to take out any money out the back line because I, unlike others, have got that third forward spot in Tony, for example. I've got an extra 3 million in my bank, 3.2, which will go <laughs> into my midfield. So at the moment, I'm quite happy with, with the sort of balance. I like my back line at that sort of level. I don't want to go invest too much and go buy a Robbo or a James yet. But at the same time, I don't want to lighten it. Three million in your bank. Three point two. <laughs> so I sold because I sold I sold Darwin, didn't I? I, yeah. I sold I sold Kane to Darwin, loads of money in the bank, then Darwin to Tony, loads of money in the bank. So the reason I went Zinchenko last week, not Reese James, was it, it banked me three point two. If I'd gone Reese, I'd have had two point five or two point whatever. And it wouldn't have allowed me to go Bailey up to an eight million mid. And I wanted to give myself flexibility over what eight million mid I want to pick. And now I'm not sure I want any of them. No. But it allowed the Bailey switch to an eight million mid. So that was my planned move ahead of game week four. And we'll talk more about, I guess, where I go. But I, I allow myself that option at least. Three. It doesn't look like a team that has three million in the bank. You were telling me to wildcard last week, mate. I got 60 points and now we're saying it's in good shape. It's funny how what a week does, isn't it? And obviously a four point hit. It's a good point, actually. I was telling you to wildcard. I wasn't the only one. The chat did agree no. with me broadly. Oh, of course the chat agreed with you. I didn't expect them, didn't expect <laughs> them to say, your team looks great, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> the day they do will be a, will be a dark day um, on, this, on this channel. Uh, let's take a look at your uh, team ahead of Game Week 4 then. Um, so, I mean, your weak link, just like a lot of people's, is obviously Ward uh, in goal. We, we talked about it pre-season, didn't we? And I, I think it was you, you were at Fest... And I was talking to you and, and Focal, and I said, "There's no way there's going to be a difference of 15 to 20 points between Ward and the, and the kind of the five million goalkeepers." Yeah. Well, I mean, he's had three back-to-back ones. It couldn't be much worse, could it? And then it's Chelsea next, and then it's United, yeah. Leicester bottom of all the kind of expected goal um, metrics. I think they're, they're bottom for both attack and defense. They are statistically the worst team in the league for both they metrics. did keep a clean sheet last night against Stockport. they did they did <laughs> and it, it was Iverson in goal saved three penalties yeah he could he, so could, we, he could come in you know Iverson I think because Ward is not impressed at all no he had a howler in game in, I think it was game week two didn't he what's funny is in both those game week in game week one and three he was on a clean sheet after an mm. hour over 60 minutes oh, but I they know. never look like they're going to oh. keep it clean do they no. so yeah I mean I guess I've got the option. I've got loads of money in the bank. I could very easily upgrade uh, this week. But at the same time, I'm like, mm, if I'm wildcarding in a few weeks' time, do I want to waste a transfer on a goalkeeper? Which sounds silly. Of course I should. But at the same time, I look at the likes of Sanchez who's, and Raya. Both have got good fixtures, Brentford and Brighton. 
and 4.5 options. But I look at them and go, I wouldn't be surprised to see those guys concede to a Leeds or a Fulham because these teams are scoring goals. So at the same time, I'm not really, other than, I don't know, Edison, you can probably bank on clean sheets. I think Ramsdale is a great shout, but I've already got three Arsenal. Mm. Even Addison as a premium option, you look at, well, Liverpool shipping goals for fun. It's hard to know who's the goalkeeper to pick. Well, you're, you're in a kind of a similar situation to me because I, I think it's a, it's, it's a bit of a no-brainer to do Ward up to a Sanchez. I mean, Brighton have got Leeds, Fulham, Leicester, Bournemouth, Palace in the next five. I mean, there's some... Yeah, but I think Leeds and Fulham in those first two, I think they both score goals against Brighton. Okay, fair enough. But he, I mean, he is making saves. He is at least yeah. doing a bit more than, than Ward does. I mean, what about Raya? Um, Everton, Palace, Leeds, Southampton, Arsenal... Do you, do you yeah. not? I mean, e- even if it was for a hit, do you not think either of those two goalkeepers outscores Ward by four points over the next three to four matches? Yeah, I think they probably do. But if I do that, if I go to a four point five keeper, I then can't get an eight million. Well, that's mid exactly what I was about to say. That is that is the position I'm in because I can downgrade my eight million mid to someone cheaper to upgrade yeah. that goalkeeper. But then I lose. You got to go that. Gundogan. Yep, got to go Gundogan exactly, which I've considered too. Yep, but then I know way. I want Foden over Gundogan, who's an extra point five and worth it. But then, as you say, what what do you what do you make in the difference of goalkeepers? Yeah. So where, where are you leaning then? Are you? Are you I mean, I'll just read out the rest of your team. So you've got a, yeah. a, a, the rest of your team looks great to be honest. Uh, Trent Cancelo, Zinchenko, Perisic, Martinelli, Salah, and Bailey, who can be upgraded to anyone you want. Um, you know, for eight million or less. Uh, Harland, Jesus, um, and Tony. So it is it is a strong looking team. I'm not going to tell you this team needs a needs a wild card. Um, where are you thinking of going with with Bailey then? Oh, I want to go back to my boy Phil Foden. Back to Phil I want Foden. Three, I, I, I want three Man City assets for, for Palace and Forest at home. And then Villa away, Tottenham at home's hard, but then it's Wolves away. These are all good, good fixtures, probably before our wild card. Um, the other option is, and people will be screaming at the YouTube now going, Luis Diaz, he's the same price and even better fixtures. And yeah, I don't mind that shout either. Like, I just don't quite trust that Liverpool attack in the same way as I do the City attack in terms of I just know Foden's going to get bags of chances. I can't guarantee Luis Diaz against United, for example, barely had a sniff. Um, I've not looked at the numbers, but watching the game, I don't remember him doing much. Um, But of course, Bournemouth and Newcastle at home are two good fixtures for Mm. Liverpool. So maybe an 8 million mid. Or I go down to Agundo, who I think with the midweek fixtures will see a little bit of rotation. You know, Calvin Phillips can come in Bilva can play in the Gundo role. Um, he's not the youngest. He's rarely played consistently twice a week for City Gundogan. Like he's never been absolutely nailed twice a week player. Um, yet Foden, I think, will, especially with the Grealish injury, especially with Mares playing poorly. And knowing what Pep said about Haaland, I know he said Alvarez will come in, and I'm sure he will at points. But if we're going to see Haaland missing some games, say, let's say he misses the Forest game, I want investment in the City attack. And I know if Haaland's not playing, he's going to keep Foden in there. There's a good chance it's not Alvarez that comes in at number nine. It's Foden. Foden was Mm. the guy that played number nine all of last season. So sure, Alvarez will get some minutes, but I think Foden will get more, way more. And if he's not playing down the middle, he's on the left. I want investment in that City attack as always. And in the games, there's a lot of talk that it will be the Forest game that Harlem misses. And if it is, Forest at home, the conceding chances they are. Like, I want Foden. But then that means I can't get a better goalkeeper. So I don't know. You're so going to get Foden. I don't know who you're, I know, I don't know who you're, I I don't know who you're trying to kid that you're going to get anyone else. Other than, you've got the money to get Foden. You love Foden. 
Um, Gundogan does tempt me, though. I mean, he's, yeah. he's club captain, don't forget. Yeah. I think there is... His minutes aren't completely secure because obviously they've got Bernardo Silva there. But, I mean, Cal- Calvin Phillips as well to potentially take that, that role. I mean, there is a few players that can that can operate um, in that role. But at the moment, I think Gundogan is really important to, to what City are doing because he's... Harlan, if Haaland's going to be the one creating the space for the midfielders, they need the best players bombing forward. And Gundogan is... is probably the best in the side at, at doing that I'd say yeah. the, the, aware, the awareness he's got and the positioning he's got to be in the right place at the right time is picking them up points on the games where City dominate the ball which is pretty much every game but in the games when they have like 70% possession which is when they're playing at home to the likes of Nottingham Forest which we're going to see next week Gundogan and KDB both those sort of midfield eights if you like they're like both playing off the shoulder of Haaland. They are so close to him, aren't they? We know it's Rodri that sits. They only need one sitter in midfield. And the other two narrow midfielders are kind of playing just behind Haaland on his shoulder, whoever the nine is, which means they get so many touches in the box, they get so many shots in the box. And you're right, Gundogan's got a, got that eye for a goal, hasn't he? He's really composed in front of goal. And if I do go Gundogan, who's 7.6, he's at a price rise, I can still get to a 4.5 keeper. I've got exact funds. Um, so I genuinely am considering Gundo. I do think it will go towards Man City, my investment. The other option is I go something like, I don't know, Nico Williams comes out, he's got bad fixtures, and I go Reese James. I've got money. I, and I go more money in the back line. Sounds so or good on paper, say, isn't it? <laughs> it does. Like, I'm looking at these midfielders and I'm like, Reese James is six million and better than all these guys. Um, or I go... Um, ward out an Edison in and use my third live of City asset on a goalkeeper. So I've got a few directions to go in. Almost certainly the players I'm going to be selling, if I, I sell a player this week, it's going to be a goalkeeper, it's going to be Bailey, or it could be Williams. But every other position in my team, I'm locked on. So yeah. it'll only be one of those three guys I sell. It's it is a, it's a weird season, isn't it? Because I I, can't, I mean, there's people burning transfers I've seen in the community. There's people like not wanting to move off. And you look at the players you've got: Trent, Cancelo, Zinchenko, you know, Martinelli, Haaland, Tony, Jesus. Okay, Haaland, there's a bit of kind of unrest about his minutes, but we haven't seen any evidence of that yet. So I think until that starts, we're not going to see an exodus of, of him. But like, it's it's a it's a combination, I think, of just of pricing that was just too low for a lot of these players. But also the fixtures just sitting so nicely yeah. for players like Liverpool, for teams like Liverpool, for teams like City, teams like Arsenal, you know, even Spurs now. Like there wasn't any real reason to go for some of the lesser teams. I mean, I tried to do it with Villa, for example, for the first two yeah. with Dean and got completely burnt. Bailey hasn't exactly been ripping up trees. I'm just hoping that when we get to like game week eight, game week nine, the Champions League comes in. You know, maybe some of these players like Martinelli start getting rotated a bit more. They aren't as kind of essential as, as we need because you're right, they're locks. I and mean, I look at that team, and I think there isn't any one of those players who I'd want to sell in the next couple of weeks other than Ward and Bailey. Yeah. And we've never had that before because there's always a, a, a gem that you can spot or something on the horizon that you want to kind of move to. So I do think we need something to kind of shake things up a little bit, and hopefully that will come in the next the next few weeks. Yeah, like we saw even pre-season, didn't we? Like. 10 of the 11 starting players for most teams were from big four or big six teams. Mm. But what I would say is this season, we've seen Arsenal and Man City score nine goals, right? We expect that at top. But outside of that, 
no team has scored more than Brentford and Leeds. Brentford yep. eight, Leeds seven. Now, there are talismans for these teams that people aren't considering. Like, I bought Tony last week when he was 7% owned. I think he's up at like 14% now. But Tony has scored more points than any other forward in the game. He's level with Jesus. Rodrigo at Leeds is the best scoring player in the game. So there are still these gems. The problem is you're taking players out to bring them in that are still doing well. Exactly. Uh, Like you're not going to take Martinelli out for Rodrigo, are you? Because Martinelli's done brilliantly, but they're in similar price points. So I do think we can look at some of those teams mid-table that are scoring goals that do have a talisman. So you could argue Callum Wilson at Newcastle, Wilfred Zaha at Palace. The two guys I just mentioned, Rodrigo and Tony. Teams that are fairly reliable in terms of big chance creation, Brentford, Newcastle, Palace, um, Leeds, and maybe take a punt or two. But you're not going to go get two, three, four of them. You're going to just go one. I've got Tony. There are others that are going. Rodrigo, fair enough. But yeah, it it does seem slim pickings outside of the few players I've mentioned outside of those big six teams. Yeah, I think Wilson might be injured, by the way, which is probably not a great surprise. Didn't know that. Yeah, we never expected him to get to game week four without an injury, no, did we? I think he's got a hamstring complaint, which might keep him up. For uh, a bit. Oh, yeah, did, yeah, cause I did see Wood came on for him. I wasn't mm. watching that, that game, but yeah, okay, so he came off injured. Yeah, pretty, pretty standard. Um, excellent. I think we've, we've kind of covered all the, all the main things uh, there. Let's talk Fantasy Five before I let you go. Um, yeah, I really want to win this. <laughs> we say every week. Yeah, I really big want, money. I really want to win this. Um, it's the five games of Brentford, Everton, Chelsea, Leicester, Liverpool, Bournemouth, Arsenal, Fulham and Forest, Tottenham. Now, I think there's potential in all of these games. Um, yeah, some high-scoring ones. I, I think these are, these are five high, potentially high-scoring games. So we, we, can, we can do this. I think the hardest one to probably predict is, or probably the lowest scoring, is probably Brentford v Everton. But like you said, Brentford are the highest-scoring sort of yeah. team in the... The and they're good at home. I and do the... like Brentford at home. So I think we go for a Brentford attacker. Uh, then we've got uh, Jensen at 6-5. We've got Tony at 6-5. Oh, that's good. The Silver at 7-5, which is interesting. And Mbomo at, at 7-5 um, as well. Wow, M- Tony's cheaper than Mbomo. Yeah, but Mbomo is a mid. Midfielder, yeah. Yeah. Still. So a clean sheet and a goal for Mbomo would get him his 7.5. Whereas Tony needs two, two attacking returns. returns. Yeah. Probably Mbomo then. I think I think we go in Bomo, who was really good. Like my um, my mate was at the Fulham Brentford game, Fulham season ticket holder, and said I've never seen him live before. But he's one of those players when you watch live and go, oh, he looks like a step above everyone else. Yeah. Like how direct and good he and quick he is. Yep. Yeah. Uh, if you are looking at Everton, they've got some cheap players. I mean, like Iwobi's 5-5, for example, so just needs a goal. Uh, Decoro, the same. Uh, Gordon at 6-5. Don't know what's going to happen with him. Is he going to leave for, for Chelsea? £60 million pounds for, for... I can't. I... Game's gone. <laughs> we, uh, um, we might be letting hudson Adoy go out on loan, who's like, I'd be a better player. I don't, I, I just, I don't get it. I don't get why why Gordon would come in and, and Pulisic never plays and, and yeah. hudson is there. But I'm sure there were people in the comments saying the Ridiots and Gordon is, is the best. But for, for I don't think he's that big an upgrade for 60 million. Madness. Um, and Damara Gray's there at 7-5 as well. So there's a few there's a few players from Everton that you can consider. Looking at defence, I, I just can't really, I wouldn't back any of these players to keep a clean sheet. Um, and they're all six five, so they all need at least a clean sheet and an attacking return. So, I think we're right with going with um, Imbomo um, on this one. Uh, Chelsea Leicester. Then I think you've got to bat the Chelsea attack, even though they've been really struggling. Right? I mean, Havertz is six five, Vardy six five. If you're looking up top um, in midfield, my boy Mason Mount. 
money mace. He's been awful. Uh, you know, that for FPL wise, you know, I thought eight million he'd be right up there, but hasn't done anything yet. He's eight five. Sterling's eight five. Uh, someone like uh, Callum uh, Gallagher, Callum uh, Callum Gallagher uh, is seven five um, as well. The Leicester boys are cheap. I mean, Madison at five five just needs a goal. He is the only Leicester player delivering. He's he's the only. I mean, Telemans is four five. If if they do get a penalty. Um, and then looking at defence, I mean, they're all kind of 6-5 or, or over. There are some, um, so the Chelsea ones, I mean, there's Leicester players at 6 and under. So James Justin, for example, is 5-5, five, five, if you think they're going to get a clean sheet. Um, I don't mind that. I think you, the, the Chelsea players, I think, are just too highly priced to think they're going to get multiple attacking returns, whereas Madison could get yeah. you one. And Koulibaly's out, isn't he? Because he's, he's, he's suspended. Yeah, I think we'll see Cucurella left centre-back for the first time with Chilwell left wing back so Chilwell against his old club uh, with no Fafana there who might be in the stands yeah it would be weird I, I reckon you go I reckon Madison's not a bad shout he's been he's been he has looked as in the last season start of this he's looked as good as ever hasn't he I think we go Madison or um, Justin I think we go Madison go one Madison, goal yeah, yeah. Liverpool Bournemouth Backing Liverpool in this, we hey. have to back Liverpool. My my FPL captain, as we didn't speak about, I think I'm I'm pretty sure I'm going Salah. Oh yeah, we didn't speak about your captain. True, I kind of just assumed it would be. Um, I guess there are other options. I mean, Jesus at home to, to Fulham is is a good option, but yeah, I mean Salah's twelve five on on fantasy five though. He needs to get a wow. absolute monster haul. Luis Diaz, Diaz is nine five. What's Bobby? Uh, Bobby is six five. I mean, he's he's six five for a reason, but you you never know with Bobby. Like he could go and get a couple of assists. The thing is, I mean, Liverpool been so poor at the back, and I look at you know all of Bournemouth's attackers. I mean, Solanke's five five, just needs a goal. Kiefer Moore five five. Ah, uh, Kiefer Moore could give him problems. You know, he's so t- he's so good in the air. Yeah. And if it's Joe Gomez, he'll pin himself on Gomez. It depends what what Bournemouth decide to do because they they've kind of sat back in the last two games and, and allowed themselves to get kind of just. You know, well, you know, just just get beaten. I mean, City didn't. It took City a while, but eventually they were just outclassed them. And against Arsenal, didn't have much. I think if they sit back, it's going to be pretty comfortable. But yeah. surely you're playing Liverpool at the moment and thinking if we just attack them a little bit and press them, we can we can create some chances. Should we go for more a five five. Yeah, I'm up for that. Let's stick him in. <laughs> uh, oh, actually, just come back to that. Just look. Just take a quick look at the defense. Uh, no surprise. I mean, someone like uh, Trent is nine five, Van Dijk eight five. Robertson nine five, all really expensive. So you can go for Liverpool. There's no reason why they can't get these big hauls, but I prefer going for the ones who just need one attacking return rather than trying to predict who's going to get lots. Uh, Arsenal fair. Fulham, then um, most expensive player Gabriel Jesus ten five, Mitrovic six five, and then you're looking at players like Odegaard, Martinelli both at eight five, Saka at nine five, um, Andreas Pereira five five. Mm. <laughs> don't mind that at all. I don't mind that. What about what about Zinchenko? What's he? Zinchenko six five, I... so needs a clean sheet or a goal and an assist. Though, yeah, yeah. I do think Zinchenko's. I could have gone Saliba, and I went Zinchenko in FPL. Um, which after a week, so oh, should I have gone Saliba? I'm 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 pleased with my Zinchenko pick. I think he's going to get bags of assists, not bags of assists. I think he's going to get good attacking numbers. I mean, I love Zinchenko, so. I'm I'm happy yeah. to go with Zinchenko or maybe Gabriel from from set pieces. Yeah, they're the same price. Do we think Fulham score? I'm not convinced Fulham no, score as good as I. they are. 
I oh do like that Arsenal defence at home. Which goes to Chinko. Yeah, Six let's five. do it. Yep. He was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant against Bournemouth. He's yeah. he's just such a... He was. I mean, he was... He, I would say he was underrated at City. Yeah. I mean, he won the league with them, but he was never really first choice. They always kind of wanted to buy a new fullback or, or do something else. Yeah. But he's such a good player. He really is. Yeah. And we still haven't seen him playing in his favoured role. When he starts playing in a fairly attacking yeah. field role, which is where he plays for Ukraine, we might look at him and go, he could have he could have gone on and sort of been a regular City starter. Yeah. Which Pep so. didn't quite fancy him. Yeah. And then the final game is Forest v Tottenham, uh, which is an interesting one. Um, I kind of fancy Forest in this game. I haven't been impressed with Spurs. Awful against, no. awful against Chelsea. Really poor first half against so Wolves. Poor. Yeah. Went down early to Southampton as well. I think there's still work to be done there. Um, yeah, the first half against Chelsea was so poor. They were only good second half. I feel like the Spurs team still lacks a bit of a leader. Yeah. They need Conte at half time going crazy mm. at them to then come out in the second half. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Uh, so, I mean, looking at, at the kind of strikers, I mean, the, <laughs> bloody hell, I mean, Forrest have got so many now. Um, Owen Johnson, Surridge is there, Dennis is there, they're all at 6 5. Kane's 10 5. Son is 8-5, but a mid. Kulazewski, 8-5. Or you can have any of the um, Forest mids for, for less than 5. Jesse Lingard? Uh, Jesse Lingard is 6-5. Is six he's, okay. he's, the, he's the pricier one. Yeah, good good, good suggestion. Um, Perisic is 9-5. Wow. Uh, which is a lot. Emerson, 6-5, if he starts again. Tricky one, this. I th- I th- I'm probably leaning towards Son at 8-5. Yeah, I'd give Son a go. My concern of Son is minutes. He keeps getting mm, hooked early. That's true. Yeah. What's Kulu? 8-5 as well. Oh, uh, okay. Was... What What about Emerson? You said 6 five. I mean, he's going to start. He's Yeah, sure, he's no Perisic, but the clean sheet could be locked. And then you just need an assist. I'm happy with Emerson. If you yeah, think he's I, th- I think we take a punt on Emerson. We haven't seen Doherty start yet in the Prem, so let's, can, let's assume Emerson keeps his spot. I'm a bit tipped by Perisic as well, though, to be honest. If he starts again, gets a goal. I mean, we both own him in FPL, so it could be fun. Let's go for Perisic. Let's, Come live, on, a, let's live a little. I, I feel like Perisic will be like a, a fun fantasy five pick, because when he starts, you can kind of be yeah. confident he's going to get you big returns. It's just whether he, whether he does or not. Um, okay, so that gives us Mbomo, Madison, Moore, Zinchenko and Perisic. Uh, like I said, if you've enjoyed this, do look at the links in the description to the video um, or look at those QR codes and, and scan them in. Um, do give Fantasy Five a go. Uh, let us know your picks in the description, in the comment section um, as well. Uh, Janny, I will let you go. Thank you as always for joining me. A lot of fun doing these. Hopefully the template can be shaken up a little bit. Um, but enjoy your 3.5 million in the bank. I'm very jealous of yeah. that. Uh, we might see Gundogan, we might see Luis Diaz, we'll Ooh. probably see Foden, we could see Edison. Uh, yeah, I look forward to that, and I'll, I'll probably, I'll probably make a, a, a call on Friday. I'm not worried too much about price changes. I want all the information. I want press conferences. I want time to sleep on it. Um, so yeah, I think I'll be making a transfer Friday evening, Saturday morning. Nice. Look forward to it. Right, good I'll let stuff. you go. Thank you, mate. Lovely will... to chat, and I, I look forward to seeing a, a nicer thumbnail this week, knowing I've had a good week. Yeah, we, we've, we've got we got some we got some happy ones of yours, so I'll, I'll definitely be I using one of those. Yeah, you'll need a lot of sad ones too, though, so for the season ahead. So yeah, very that true. Works. Yeah, you're definitely going to be doing another photo shoot for me before the um before the season's out. Yeah, thanks, mate. Good to <laughs> chat. I'll see you soon. Thanks for watching, guys. See you later.